started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. All right, so welcome to episode seven of City Girls Make Do. I'm your host, Stephanie, aka an oversized suitcase. Oh, no, wait, an overstuffed suitcase. I can't even fucking read. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm Alex, aka 30 under 30 coolest people in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, we are talking today about episode seven, which is called The Monogamists. Uh, our question this week from our favorite Carrie Bradshaw is, uh, has monogamy become too much to expect? Specifically in New York City. Yes, yeah, specifically in New York City. Yeah, cause dating in the 90s is just, is just so, well, there's, there's a lot of discourse about it as that's the whole point of the show. So. Mm. Yeah, is, the show is extremely specific to New York in the 90s. Yeah, so that's why we need a show about it, so that everyone who didn't live in New York in the 90s can fully appreciate what happened then. Yeah, and neither of us did, so I'm glad we finally know. It's really good. Um, This episode, though, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. Like, I felt like I kind of finished the episode and I was just grumpy about it. Yeah, Yeah, I wasn't in love with the episode. I was just a bit, they like, they could have gone further with a lot of things, but at least everyone has something to do. Yeah, they do all kind of have their own plot this week, which is nice. And some of them were kind of fine, but a couple of them I was just really annoyed with the whole time. So Mm -hmm. I guess we can get into why we were so annoyed about it. We start our episode with Carrie and Big, and uh, Carrie's kind of like, wow, this city of 7 million people feels like it's just been reduced to us. Which it's is very gross. cutesy. I mean, it's it's cutesy. The C at the end is like important. Yeah, like if I didn't hate Big, it would be really cute because it's like, oh, this is the only person that matters to me in the whole city of like everyone in the world, mm. which is romantic. I just but, hate Big, so yeah. But. And oh, they have the most disgusting kiss. <laughs> they do like right in public. <laughs> oh, it's gross. It's like tongue. Like you can see their tongues. That's always bad. You should never be able to see the tongues. I mean, like, here's the thing. Like, PDA, I mean, say what you want about it. I know that a lot of people hate it. I don't hate it, but I think maybe at least don't be gross about it. Like, Yeah, I definitely think there's a limit, and I feel like that limit is, like, full-on tongues. Yeah, I don't want to see the tongue. So, especially if you're straight. I don't need to see that. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Yeah, so Carrie says that, like, you know, they spend a few days apart, and now it feels like weeks when they've been apart for a few days, and my favorite thing that she says in the episode is that they need to modify Einstein's laws of relativity for infatuation. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, you're the show scientist, obviously. Mm -hmm. I know that's not true. That's not how that works. Yeah, I don't know enough about relativity to dispute it, but I think it might be bullshit. I'm calling bullshit, I'm calling bullshit on Carrie, so. I think you're very brave to do that. Yeah, you know, it takes a really brave scientist to admit they don't know something, but I think, yeah, (laughs) Carrie is an idiot, so I'm guessing everything she says is wrong. (laughs) 
It's kind of a short scene, though. Like, it's really yeah. just them walking down the street and then kissing. And yeah, they. I mean, they smash a lot in with, like, this probably one minute they're both on screen. Mm-hmm. But it just, oh, no. Luckily, it's over quickly, but what actually happens is quite disgusting. Yeah, it's really gross. And we find out, like, really soon after, because Carrie and Miranda are on the phone. Like, I guess it's the morning or something. And Miranda calls her, and the gist of their conversation is that they haven't really heard from Carrie in a while. Like, she's being that girl who spends all her time with her boyfriend and not with her friends. Mm. Yeah, Carrie calls it a cardinal sin of dating. (laughs) Carrie specifically says, like, oh, I become one of the women we hate, which is a bit full on. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I mean, so I've been this woman before. Like, I guess I wasn't a woman. I was, like, 17. But I've definitely been the person who, like – basically stops talking to all her friends because I've started dating someone and it's just the worst. Like, don't do that ever. When you end up breaking up or whatever, you have no friends. No. Or you have to go back with, like, your tail in between your legs and... Yeah. Or it's also just kind of frustrating because, I don't know, like, you also should just have more than one person that you see all the time like Mm. you shouldn't spend all your time with your significant other yeah like i have more than one friend group so presumably Mm -hmm. i would you know just add the person i'm dating is a different friend it's kind of interesting how she handles that because like big doesn't really ever seem to kind of hang out with the girls very often like i know he hasn't even met any of them yet but at mm. the, well, I guess they kind of have, but like, at, like never at any point in the show does he kind of just hang out with the girls ever. Like, it's very just Carrie and Big on their own. Yeah, I don't think like I mean, because Carrie does meet his friends quite a bit, like more than mm-hmm. he meets her friends. Yeah, but I still don't even believe those guys are his friends. I don't even know. I feel like when you're rich, you just know a lot of people. Yeah, I think he knows them. They're like people he's met. You know, I have the theory that like all uber rich people like hunt human beings for sport and i feel like that's like big's friends he met them hunting for sport (laughs) he met them man hunting playing the most dangerous game literally like of course he look at him he plays the most dangerous game uh he definitely does his friends have like huge mustaches um like you only have those mustaches if you're a hunter that's very true i don't know a single person with a mustache who isn't a man hunter (laughs) 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 at least not like only a mustache you can have like a mustache and a beard together where they like come together as one but if you only have a mustache you're definitely owning a gun to hunt (laughs) but like if you have like a massive huge bushy if you look like uh you know what's the jane from tarzan if you look like her dad oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. then you're like hunting human beings or the dad from the dad from the wild thornberries had a big ass mustache but he wasn't a hunter he was just a researcher i think but that's for kids so like in if it was you know (laughs) gritty wild thornberries reboot 2018 he would be absolutely hunting for you know like ivory (laughs) i yeah his thing would be he's trying to kill like at least one of every animal on earth why is there no gritty wild thornberries reboot (laughs) why isn't there like an edgy you know how there's like an edgy ed ed and eddie like you know theory or like edgy hey arnold the truth behind it hey arnold why isn't there one of that for the wild thornberries gritty rugrats reboot where they're all millennials (laughs) who fuck and have no money (laughs) that was like yeah that's like all grown up part two yeah exactly the the reboot of the reboot (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
But I guess, so yeah, so she's committed the cardinal sin of forsaking her girlfriends for a new boyfriend. But to make up for it, she goes out with all the girls for dinner for catch-up time to find out about all the stuff she's been missing out on. Mm. Mm-hmm. I definitely, I, did you notice two blazers? Yes, I did. <laughs> I was, I was kind of in love with the outfits because Samantha had on like, it was all purple, everything she was wearing. And I loved it. She had like a cocktail dress with like, yeah, she was like fringe on it and then purple shoes and a purple bag. And Miranda was wearing a really gorgeous suit and Charlotte was wearing like a suit skirt thingy. Yeah, all three of them looked really good. Well, I mean, all four of them looked really good. Carrie was there too. Um, yeah, they're all like enthusiastically telling her about all of their lives. Mm. Well, I guess not all enthusiastically because like Samantha looks a little bit annoyed, but like Charlotte's face just like lights up. You missed so much. <laughs> and I love it. She just, she's such an animated actress. Um, I love watching her just light up. <laughs> yeah, she really does have like the best face as well. Mm-hmm. Like, because she is so animated. She has like such expressive eyes and it's adorable. I really like Charlotte in this episode. Yeah, me too. She was probably, yeah. I mean, we'll get to our rankings, but she was up there. We'll get there later. No spoilers yet. So I guess Miranda's update was pretty boring. It was like a work merger thing. She's Mm. been busy. Samantha's been trying to find a new apartment, so she's been like seeing stuff. And so that's kind of her plot in the whole episode. Um, But then Charlotte's like practically engaged, uh, as Carrie says. This new guy named Michael. Michael Conway and like Carrie describes him as he's from a good New York family which I think means he's old money it means he's old money and it means he's white true he is waspy which is Charlotte's type yes and he has a golden retriever who's a good boy he's a very good boy yeah that was my favorite part of the show is the little there's a golden retriever I I was really excited (laughs) because I thought Charlotte got a dog I know me too uh the golden retriever is so good because it's just sitting there in a bunch of the scenes like it's like they didn't know what to do with it they just wanted him to be there so like a lot of the time the the dog is just like sitting next to them while they're like making out or something and i'm like (laughs) i mean that's accurate like that's what animals do but (laughs) Mm, and it was good use of like dog acting it was a really good use of dog acting i liked the dog um miranda says even his fucking dog is perfect because the girls all love this boyfriend so much i guess Mm, but there is Um, one problem there's there's one thing Mm. yeah um yeah carrie's like they began the dating ritual of the blowjob tug of war which when she said that i was like what is the blowjob tug of war i really hate that wording because it makes me visualize something that is not what she meant Yeah, basically, he's like, so he's sort of pushing her head down. He's not really forcing her, but he's definitely like pushing it in that direction. She's bobbing back up. I would say he's guiding. Yeah. yeah. He's guiding her head. He's not, Um, you know, being too forceful, but it's clear what's going on. Yeah, I I found that really strange. Like, I'm sure this is something that happens to people a lot, but like, it's kind of a situation where, I mean, if someone tried to do that to me, like, push my head with their hand down toward their crotch to be like, give me a blowjob, I'd be like, excuse me? <laughs> like, like if I'm going to do this, it's of my own volition. <laughs> like, yeah. Or you'd just be like, uh, dude, just ask. Yeah, like, it's not that complicated, but... No, <laughs> just, just ask. Like, you don't have yeah. to be like, you don't have to, you know, it's not, a, if you're already probably going to have sex with someone and mm-hmm. they want 
something, it's probably better to just communicate like that instead of move someone's head. Yeah, it's it's a really weird way to do it. And I mean, it's not like he's, you know, forcing her to do it or anything. Cause she, she says, I'm not tonight. Like, I'm not... I don't want to do it tonight. Mm. Um, and so he doesn't make her do it or anything. Like, the bar's very low, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> so in their conversation at the restaurant, Charlotte's just like, the truth is I just don't like doing it. And... Oh, Samantha is shocked. She yeah, is Samantha's appalled. Samantha's face is just like, what? <laughs> you don't like it? And I'm kind of confused about whether she's never done it before or if she has done it and just doesn't like it. Like, she's, yeah. she's practiced on a banana. Well, because Miranda says you've never – she says you've never performed the act, which is a fun mm-hmm. way of phrasing that. Um, Carrie says she'll juggle, she'll spin plates, but she won't go down. I think if – I mean, I feel like Charlotte has tried and then said no, and she's practiced to yeah. try and get better at it. Yeah, that's what I, I kind of got – yeah, that's the vibe I got. I mean, I was sort of conflicted on her whole issue. I'm not really sure what the problem was. I yeah. mean, like, it's if you don't want to do it, you're valid. But mm. <laughs> sure, yeah, no, you you're shouldn't. valid. <laughs> but <laughs> no, this is a very sex positive podcast. I just, yeah, I don't see what the problem really is. Like she says, she has she has, she says she has a sensitive gag reflex. Which That's I fair. can understand, mm-hmm. but like, it's not like you're putting the whole thing in there. Yeah, if you were doing that, that might be a little bit of a problem. <laughs> yeah, but um, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I was confused by what Miranda said more than anything because Miranda was like, "I love it," until the part where you where they want you to swallow, and I was like, "You love it?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like I mean, it's fine, but it's. I think because I Miranda says she brings up that like and so does Samantha that it's like a power thing because obviously mm-hmm. you're in control. So yeah. I think that's where Miranda is coming from because Miranda yeah, is definitely a top. Oh, for sure. But, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that's where that's coming from. But I'm like, <sighs> I don't know why yeah. you love it. It's not that great. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like it's fine. Like it's, but it's not something I'm going to be like, wow, it's my favorite thing to do. Like it's, it's, it is what it is. It's like because Miranda's kind of like, well, if you don't do it, then why? How would you expect him to reciprocate? Which is like a very fair point. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, Charlotte's kind of like, well, I don't. And then at that point, I was just like, like if I was with someone who refused to mow hay, I would just not (laughs) be with them. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, like, ever. I'd, you know, if they said, oh, it's not my favorite thing to do, I'd be like, okay, cool. You know, I did have a friend who told me that she hated having people go down on her and she didn't elaborate, but I was like, what? <laughs> what? So you? No one's ever said that, but. That's, that's the fakest thing I've ever heard. I mean, like, unless you're just not into sex in general, then that's completely yeah. fine, but it's also like, what? <laughs> If you if you like to have sex but you don't someone want someone to mow your hay, then what's even the point? <laughs> Why are we what is this all even about? <laughs> Can we get a mow hay by the end of this episode I need to know how many times you say mow hay, because it's gonna be a lot. So okay, to clarify for anyone who's not like already friends with me outside of the podcast. 
podcast. Uh, the the euphemism mohe came about because I saw f- the farming meme like a year or two ago, where it's like people out here having babies and getting married. <laughs> All I want to do is mohe, and it's just a picture of a tractor. And like when I saw it, my brain was instantly just like big mood um, because I thought it was about eating puss i mean like i don't know for some reason even though there's a tractor on it i'm just like i don't know mohe it just that sh- i don't know oh my god stephanie um <laughs> i threw a meme the other day that was said something like uh southern girls uh eat grits and suck clits and i should have sent it to you <laughs> seen in my life um, we need to f- i need to find it and post it on the tumblr oh my god yeah i'll see if i can find it after we've finished but that was I a feel great like that shouldn't be that shouldn't be exclusive to southern girls like no, i'm from we sh- canada and i resonate that resonates with me so. <laughs> <sighs> but i guess <laughs> back to their conversation yeah uh i guess also related to the swallowing thing miranda's like one of her big things is that she doesn't like it when guys don't give you a choice about whether or not you want to swallow carrie says that's just bad behavior Mm. yeah it is yeah it is a little bit give someone a warning probably if or like maybe ask what their preference is i mean in my humble opinion i think spitters are quitters but at the same time you might just not be your jam yeah you don't want to do it every single time i i think didn't samantha say say it was just like a sort of a random decision for her which fair enough that's fair here's my hot take so the thing is you're gonna taste it either way so you might as well not make a mess like even if you spit you have you're still gonna have to taste it so like there it's just don't make a mess i don't know but i I understand why someone might not want to but i guess it's it's it's, it's <laughs> like swallowing another part it's the ingestion yeah, no, like, I get it. I, it could totally be a sensory thing, too. Um, like, I have a hard time swallowing pills sometimes. Like, I can do it, but sometimes it's like, you know, you have to, like, go to swallow a pill and you have to wait for, like, the right second for it to feel right to, to do it. I don't know. Uh, I'm quite good at swallowing pills. I have a... <laughs> <laughs> People, this isn't me. This is a humble brag right now. I do have a pretty weak gag reflex. So I'm... I, I'll dry swallow pills all the time. I don't really care. But... Yeah, I don't know. I just, the, the way you said sensory thing, like someone's going to say, I can't swallow because I, the sensory, the, the mouth feel was <laughs> too much for me. <laughs> Blew my the, fucking mind. The mouth feel. Oh, I don't even want to finish the sentence. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can totally understand why you might not want to. My reasoning is just what I said before, which I'm probably just not going to repeat because it was cursed enough to save once. But yeah. <laughs> Um, Carrie says it's not her favorite thing on the menu, but she'll order it from time to time. Yeah, I feel like that's sort of, that's, that's my feelings too. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that's just like, you know, not every time, but sometimes. Yeah, and with the right person, it's, it's fun. You know, every, like everyone you sleep with is going to be different. Mm -hmm, For sure. Um, Miranda makes a good point, which is that oral sex is like God's gift to women, which is true. Mm. You can get off without worrying about getting pregnant. Which is also true. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, there's other ways you can do that without worrying about getting pregnant. I mean, yeah, true. We talked about that a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Like with Charlotte's <laughs> adventures with anal. <laughs> you can still get pregnant that way. Wait, what? 
Just so everyone no. knows. You can still Wait, get pregnant. That's got to be fake. How is that true? I dripped Is down. it like if you perforate a hole through... Oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> 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 like if you get further enough in, there's a little secret passage. No, I hate it. Uh, yeah. Um, Samantha says you might be on your knees, but you got him by the balls. Exactly. So, I mean, the, the sheer strength of a human jaw is alarming. So, <laughs> just putting that out <laughs> there. where it's like you could bite off your own finger, but like your brain stops you from doing that. You, you can, you have the strength to do it. Probably. I'd believe it. I've worried about that before. I'm like, what if I accidentally like actually bit into myself so hard that I don't know. I mean, you have like sensory things that stop you from doing that. It's like if you just, if you hold your breath for ages and eventually you can't hold it any longer. Yeah, for sure. Your brain just like stops you from doing Mm. it. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. like that. So like your brain will stop you from biting off your own hand. (laughs) Well, that's a really good feature, but that doesn't mean it won't stop you from biting off someone else's appendages. Well, no, but but that's mm. fine. That's fine. Samantha's fine with that. Uh, but they're, they're like reassuring her. Well, like at least Carrie's reassuring Charlotte that like, if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. And she says, if you're going to get all choked up about it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of puns. It's great. It's really good. Yeah. Um, so that's their whole thing. And then as they're leaving the restaurant, they, they see Mr. Big in the corner. Mm, this is why didn't, so Carrie wants to go over and talk to him. None of them stop her, which. I'm a bit annoyed about. Did any of them notice that he was with someone else, though? He's, like, he's They can see he's with a woman, because they can see the yeah. back of her head. And it's like, okay, he's on a date with one... Well, he's on a... He's having dinner with, like, one other woman. It could easily be, like, a business meal. It's probably not. And, yeah. like, the fact she goes over there alone and is all, like, hi and confident. I'm like, no. Why didn't anyone go with her? It was, like, more painful to watch than an episode of Nathan for you. Like, <laughs> she goes up to him, and I'm just like, oh, no. Oh, this whole episode is, like, cringe. Yeah. That's the way I can describe it. It's just, everyone is just giving me secondhand embarrassment. I know. It's so awkward. Like, Carrie goes up to him, and she's like, can I talk to you? Because as soon as she realizes he's, like, with another woman, she wants to pull him aside. And she, like, straight up asks him, are you on a date? And, like, he's honest with her. He's like, yeah, I'm kind of on a date right now. Because it's not like they've specified whether or not they're exclusive or anything yet. No, I mean, I've been talking to that, like, talking about that with my mom. mm -hmm. Because, like, we watch shows together and she's like, why does everyone make a big deal about, like, asking someone to be your boyfriend or girlfriend? It's an interesting thing, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it really happened like as much like 20 30 years ago i think because she was like no if you were dating someone if you've been on a couple of dates and you were boyfriend and girlfriend and i was like oh no not that like that doesn't happen anymore and maybe this was sort of like this the switch between those i think it depends like i think if you went back like 50 years like there is the clear thing where it was like are you going steady or are you just seeing them because like going steady is when you're exclusive right but then yeah i think then monogamy or not i guess it's not a monogamy thing it's like eventually it just became a thing where it's like well if you've gone out with them a few times you're dating and yeah for sure now i guess it i feel like in 2018 
you wouldn't say that you were dating someone unless you had kind of explicitly said them, you're my boyfriend or you're my girlfriend or my significant other yeah. or whatever. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't, like, p- me personally, I wouldn't expect to be exclusive with someone until we'd both sort of agreed upon that. Not yeah, necessarily. For sure. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe this was the turning point. Like, because I definitely think before that, according to her at least, and like more sort of just stuff you watch from back then. Mm-hmm. If you were dating someone, you'd been in a few dates and you were exclusive. I feel like it also depends on a person to person thing. Like, mm. I don't know. I feel like it was more of um like a, a silently agreed upon. As opposed yeah, like, to now where people do make, like, a big deal out of going exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, yeah, it depends. I feel like you can almost get a feeling for it in a relationship, too, sometimes. Like, mm. when something has started to become a little bit more serious versus when it's just, like, a casually dating thing. And I think it's also different depending on, like, how you actually met them. Like, if you met someone off Tinder, it's pretty obvious that, like, probably they're also messaging other people, too. And you probably are, too. Whereas if you start dating someone because like, oh, you've known them for a long time and then you start dating, it's kind of like probably a different scenario. And there's more stakes to the relationship, you know? It depends on if you're both, uh, I don't know, especially because I am like quite a bit younger as well. I'm like, oh, very few people are looking to even being be in a monogamous relationship, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Now, like nowadays, I feel like very like less people are even looking for like pure monogamy. Yeah, it depends, and I think it's it's nice to at least be upfront from the beginning. I guess. I mean, it's. I feel like it, it again. It depends, but like I don't know. Like I dated someone briefly last year who was poly, and I've never been like I've always been a monogamous. Uh, or in monogamous relationships. (laughs) And so it was kind of something different for me where it was like, okay, so this is what to expect. And so it's one of those things. I mean, I guess not being exclusive versus being poly are obviously two different things. Like Mm. one might just be that you're casually dating and one is like, this is how things are permanently. But it was kind of an interesting situation because it was like a really honest way to not be monogamous, right? To be kind yeah, of like, I think hey, if you want to see other people. If I think if you want to see other people, that's the way to do it. Because mm-hmm. yeah, for me, like for me too, I don't think I could ever be poly. It's just not how like my brain is wired. Yeah, like same. I feel like I'm kind of built to be in, in monogamous relationships. But like it was really eye-opening to be like, oh, this is incredibly like like, I can see why this mm. works for you, and it's, like, really open and honest, which I think a lot of monogamous relationships aren't with pe- when people are, like, not healthy in them. And so, yeah. I don't know, it was really interesting to learn about, at least. Mm. Yeah, I definitely, like, I would prefer if I was talking to someone, they said, oh, by the way, I'm Polly. I'd rather they did that before we'd, you know, gone on several dates and I'd started to really like them without knowing oh, that. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'd no. want to go into a relationship knowing how they want to play, it, like how they want to play it, essentially. Yeah, being honest and upfront, like from the beginning, is important. Pig mm. just doesn't talk a lot. Like he doesn't really. He has a hard time expressing himself. I think. No, it must have been must have been wonderful to be um, Chris Noth because he doesn't need to remember any goddamn lines because he barely speaks. <sighs> like, and all of his lines are really just reacting to things that. Carrie says or being like okay 
Um, mm. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to say? And it's just like, ugh, God, he was so exhausting this episode. Just even just uh, something so- that just really, really frustrates me is emotionally unavailable men who are like, uh, the, you know, when they come across where they're just like, I'm just built like this. I'm not vulnerable ever and I never open about any of my emotions and I'm just like that's fucking great I hate you yeah and it's those men that would be like crying in your arms at three o'clock in the morning because they have like one small upset you know it's like you can't or screaming at you because if you hold everything in then eventually Mm -hmm. something bursts out and it's not usually pretty the other thing with big is he's so smug yeah he's really cocky about it and there's a couple times this episode where he says things and he kind of like laughs about it like it's funny and i'm just like you're clearly hurting her feelings Ugh. I just hate it. I think the, the thing that repulses me, like, the most about anyone is when someone, like, enjoys hurting people's feelings. Yeah, for sure. And I don't even know if he necessarily, like, enjoys to hurt people, but, like... He enjoys playing uh, with her. Yeah, he enjoys playing the game. The Yeah. Which, I mean, they, ugh, they're both exhausting. playing games, essentially, but I feel like his is more malicious. Like, Carrie, yeah, really, sure. Carrie at this stage is just, like, pure neuroses and anxiety. And I feel like yeah. he is a lot cooler, like, a lot calmer about everything. He, he's not helping her. He's not, like, satiating any of her worries. Yeah, exactly. Carrie's, like, playing games because she feels like she has to because of, like, the way that women will be in relationships where, I mean, I guess it's probably not just women, but it's one of those things where you're like, am I being too clingy? Or Mm. am I coming on too strong? Is he going to think, like, all these things? And it definitely is, I think, women end up feeling like that a lot more because they're like, oh, I don't want him to think I'm too serious. And so she's playing a game to kind of not come across like that. Yeah. Which sucks. I feel like she would probably be more, she's more likely to actually be open about her feelings. And I feel like he would just shrug them all off. Yeah, he just internalizes everything. Yeah, I don't, yeah, he's definitely, like, guys like that are very unhealthy for the pair of you. I've had problems with communication before. I totally get that it's hard to open up to people sometimes, especially if you've been through shit before. Um, I definitely get it. You have to try is the thing, especially Mm. if you want to be in a relationship with someone, you have to be communicative with them. And so being known is a humiliating, I feel very tongue tied tonight, but being known (laughs) is a very humiliating process. Being known, like people knowing you exist. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. People knowing you have feelings and shit. It's like, uh. oh yeah, absolutely. Like it's, I'm self-conscious of my own feelings all the time. Um, I, I try to be chill about it. And like, the thing is just baby steps, but you do have to try. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so Carrie's like, she's clearly, you know, obviously she's not happy about it that she sees him, you know, like on this date. And, uh, like she she's does the thing where, you know, you go, Oh, yeah, I'm fine. And then she's pacing up and down her living room. Yeah, no, for sure. She She's like, hope you enjoy your dinner. And then she gives him like the hardest pat on the chest as she walks away. <laughs> and it's like, it, I get it. I very get it. But yeah, she gets home and she's just like freaking out about the whole thing in her head. Kind of just like, this is where she kind of asks her big question where and she's like, you know, like we never discussed exclusivity but she says for herself if she was dating another man at the moment alongside big it would just feel like putting another outfit in an overstuffed suitcase which i'm 
don't really get because she doesn't do shit. Like No. She needs to just make another fashion analogy. She that's just what she's here for. But yeah, so she says do men just have an innate aversion to monogamy? And then she says I, feel like that's an I wondered. I think oh, so she too. D- <laughs> but yeah, she is wondering. This she's episode. wondering. She's wondering. I wondered, in a city like New York with its infinite possibilities, <laughs> has monogamy become too much to expect? Um, and obviously that's bullshit, but I mean, that's her question for the week. Yeah, and um, we get some talking heads to uh, help us answer this question. Uh, I love that everyone is just like one end of the spectrum. There's never just some person in the middle who's like, normal. <laughs> Yeah, there's no one who's like, oh, it depends on the relationship and, like, how we feel, but you should be open about what sort of, you know, how monogamous you want your relationship to be. Yeah, no exactly. No one's ever just rational in these fucking, in this show. No, no you gotta be one or the other. There's no in-between whatsoever. Mm. And, like, the first two people are just really, they talk about how monogamy is kind of dull and boring, and, like, one guy, one guy says he has sex with other people, but they don't exchange fluids or phone numbers. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I don't know how, how you do, you, do that. How like, do you have presumed- sex with someone and not exchange fluids? Like, kissing them would exchange fluids, right? Yeah, it would, for sure. He's This man is clearly meant to be gay because he checks out some guy and he's drinking an iced coffee. The official gay drink. Oh, the official gay drink of New York City. And of course, as we all know... Like, us LGBT people are, it's not possible for us to be monogamous, right? So. No. So, of course, he has that that side of the story. Apart from Stanford, like, the only gay person in this show is, like, uh, I mean, Stanford's a bit of a caricature, but, like, at least he's he's written as a character. But this is a Darren Star joint, by the way. He directed and wrote this episode, so blame him well i guess that's just what he's got to say about it so (laughs) i mean i'm pretty sure he's gay i think so too i should probably fact check that but i don't think many straight men worked on this show i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt and say that he probably is because if a straight man wrote that i'd be like okay maybe not maybe don't do that maybe write something else maybe don't write anything Um, there's another girl and she, she's like, loves monogamy. She's like, oh, it gives you a deep and meaningful connection with someone and you don't have to shave your legs as much. <laughs> this is, yeah, I feel like this is Charlotte's like long lost twin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she's basically what Charlotte would say. Yeah, except for Charlotte would still shave her legs. So. Oh, definitely. God, Charlotte mm-hmm. would never deviate from anything that isn't like extremely heteronormative. Yeah. Oh, and then there's one last guy, and he's like, yeah, of course I'm a monogamist. Why? What have you heard? <laughs> Which, I, I hate it. I don't like that. I guess it's, it's a quick, it's a quick joke. It's a quick and cheap joke. Yeah, that's, that's all it is. Meanwhile, Samantha seen an apartment out of her price range. Yeah. Yeah. So um, she, her like and then realist. It, this is kind of like a nice segue into, you know, like Samantha did not believe monogamy. Yeah. Especially because, with realtors. <laughs> because like her real estate broker is like, oh, trust me, you won't see anyone else. And Samantha's like, oh, I promise. And then she's immediately with this other one who is like a hot guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think he's meant to be, I think he's British. I think i don't even remember him talking at all he says like one line but it's not really oh. like commented upon but yeah he's just like a generic hot guy and then samantha yeah. is sleeping with him also because of course she is <laughs> yes samantha the woman realtor 
like, I find that a lot of women real estate agents tend to kind of look the same. I mean, I guess that's true of, like, male real estate agents, too. But, like, she looked a lot like the um, the ghost realtor from Nathan For You. <laughs> that's what I was thinking of. Like, they looked so similar. And I was like... <laughs> I, yeah, I definitely agree with you. I feel like also she could have... She probably played... A, like a real a realtor in something else she probably did she's kind of she's like exactly what i envision when um john mulaney does his realtor sketch on i think it's in the combat kid where he's yeah. like mm, and this could be you know an office or a nursery <laughs> <laughs> like that's exactly what i picture it'll look like <laughs> yeah but i think if someone brought up a nursery to samantha she would fire them on the spot oh she for sure would <laughs> The, yeah, so she's sleeping with the other realtor to combine her loves of sex and real estate. Who loves real estate? I don't know, rich people, because they have it. <laughs> Whenever I see, like, an article and it's like, oh, celebrity real estate update, look at this apartment. I'm like, I can't afford this and I never will be. Why would I want to look at it? Yeah, it's so demoralizing. Ugh, I don't even <sighs> think about it. Yeah, it's, it doesn't work for me. I can't do it. Yeah, it's, like, demoralizing because I'm at a point where, like, if this was 30 years ago, I'd absolutely be able to have a house by now. But I'm, like, yeah, I'm 27, which is way too young to have a house, which is incredibly bullshit. Like, if this was 30 years ago, I would have moved out when I was 18. Oh, for sure. Like, the fact that I live in a one-bedroom apartment, like, alone at age 27 is, like, a feat. Like, it's – like, that's – that's, like – an impressive way to be at level at eight not level at age 27 <laughs> imagine how like my mo- like my parents were owned a house and had me like well before they were my current age so uh, i mean i guess the like the thing for me is my parents did have me like in their late 30s so i'm quite like i'm quite chill like i don't need to have a house and kids yet however yeah. i think they both like my dad was definitely engaged by the time he was my age which no no one's proposing to me anytime soon yeah it's weird to think about because i'm like oh my god i'm way too young to do anything yeah i'm like i'm a baby (laughs) i'm I'm not i am i'm a very sexy baby (laughs) (laughs) that is like sorry to bring up ariana again i do think (laughs) her gimmick is like i'm a sexy baby and it is and I love it. Uh, I, mean, yeah. I love her, so. <laughs> but, like, part of me, every time I see her, I'm like, oh, I'm a sexy baby. And, like, I'm not. But, like, the thing is, she can't really help how she looks, but I guess she plays it up. But she knows it's yeah. because she's just really cute, so. She's adorable, but she's also sexy. It's true. Oh, but, I love our yeah. Sweetener slaps, by the way, so. True, it does. That's our update. We uh, shouted out Sweetener last week, and we both listened to it, and we can both say that it slaps. It slaps. Um, title track is my favorite, and Blazed is probably my least favorite track. That's yeah. my that's my take. Blazed is my least favorite track. I would say Successful, Borderline, or Get Well Soon. Mm, those are all really good, too. I also like Breathing. I'm not crazy about Breathing. Huh. I, know, I know everyone loves it. I'm just like, eh. I It's kind of repetitive, I think. Yeah, I think and that's what kind of like kills it for me is it is a bit too, it's just like, if, if get kind of like lost in it, I feel a bit like I'm dissociating. <laughs> that's valid. That's fair. Yes, but Sweetener <laughs> is good. Um, yeah, Pharrell's Migos noises are amazing. 
That's so weird. Like he's clearly he's like, ooh, ooh, sheesh. Oh, and yeah. it's like, you want it? Sheesh. Sheesh. I'm like, sheesh. just get off that. I know he, I know he's busy. Get off that. I honestly didn't even notice those until I finally listened with headphones because the first few times I listened to the album were like while driving. Um, and so when I finally listened with headphones and I hear all the like, I'm listening to Sweetener and it's just like, sheesh. <laughs> I think something. like I remember everyone being mad about like the guy screaming in the light is coming and I was like oh, no it's fine I can ignore it I quite like it in the song but with Pharrell I'm like oh my god it's all I can notice <laughs> it's really true <laughs> all I can hear is him making these noises and I know it's Pharrell and that's what annoys me it's a good album. Everyone listen to it. Buy it on iTunes. You can also get it on vinyl now, apparently. I saw that today, and I was like, I'm tempted. <laughs> I mean, my birthday is coming up, so. Mm, friends of the show. Buy Alex. Sweetener on vinyl. Buy me things. I'm a sexy baby. <laughs> mm, money, please. <laughs> <laughs> please buy me sweetener. Oh, God, this is a terrible episode. Bin it, can it. It's over. It's cancelled. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. We're finished. I'm leaving. Let's edit, this. Let's edit the whole episode out. It's just going to be liquor screaming for five minutes straight. <laughs> Listen to Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die's mailbag instead. Uh, um, okay, so I guess uh, Carrie goes out with Stanford and they talk about monogamy again. Uh, yeah, again. they're having Cosmos, which is, I guess, the official drink of the show. Yeah, it's like the signature drink of the show. He basically says, you know, like, monogamy is going out again. I had a comeback, but now, you know, the millennium's coming up and we got to keep our options open. God, whenever anyone talks about the fucking millennium, I'm like, it's, it's, it's disgusting. I do remember the millennium. I'm, I'm, you know, not that young. I remember I was wearing like a cute little. I remember little, it. I remember I was wearing like a black velvet dress and like white tights. It was, it was a look. I don't remember what I wore by any means, but I do remember being at a Y2K party and I was like nine. So uh, yeah, I was like four. It must have been one of my earliest memories, but I definitely remember this like cute outfit I had. That's really good. I wish I remembered stuff like that because all I remember is being at a party. <laughs> And people I was freaking party out too. about it, kind of. And I was like, why are people freaking out? I really don't understand it. So I never yeah. freaked out about Y2K because I was a smart eight-year-old. But I was, in a, I was an oblivious, like, toddler. So I didn't freak out either. I just freaked out about, like, normal things that toddlers freak out about. I was too busy freaking out about probably Pokemon. I was probably freaking out because of, like, Pokemon Gold and Silver. Yeah, I feel, I feel like that's more important, personally. Mm-hmm. Than the world ending. Uh, Carrie's like, oh, so you couldn't commit to a nice guy given the option? And he's just like, please, I can't even commit to a long-distance carrier. Uh, What's a long-distance carrier? I don't know what that is. I don't even know. I'm guessing it's because, like, it used to cost more money to call people long distance and you used to have to pay for landlines. I don't – I mean, you still have to pay for landlines, but people just don't have them. <laughs> no, I, I don't know what that is. This is – I mean, I could have – I probably could have Googled it, but like, Googling is, like, so 2012. Grow up. Who fact-checks anything? Who <laughs> checks – who learns – I, what I've learned from being on Tumblr for 10 years is that I literally never have to look anything up ever because everyone is just always telling the truth and being accurate with the information they give me. So, 
True. I always, every time I'm on um, HKIP, I'm frantically like bringing up articles for all the major news stories and then immediately forget everything I read. So I don't know if what I'm saying is the truth. Who knows? Does the truth matter? Who cares? Who knows? What I do Our know is that monogamy is dated. So. so Carrie calls him a whore. Stanford's a whore. And Stanford <laughs> says, I wish that was true. <laughs> I love Stanford. I really yeah. do. That's a really good reaction to that. If anyone ever calls me a whore, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. I don't know. He just doesn't really react. Like, it's definitely a stupid. I mean, it's not yeah. a very nice thing to call someone, but. No, it's true. The I mean, reaction. Men don't get called whores very often, but since he's a gay man, I get that it's also different. So. Yeah. It's not. No, it's not a nice thing to call someone, but if you are going to react, just go, oh, I wish. <laughs> yeah. It's like the Samantha kind of reaction. <laughs> Yeah, I wish I was making money for this. And then flip your hair and finish your Cosmo. Did you notice how cute Carrie's dress was in this scene? She's got like this really cute yellow dress on and her hair is oh, like yeah. this kind of updo. Yeah, it's she's a look. It's like, a, it's a bit retro. It's a bit like 40s. Yeah, I really like, I would wear that dress. Yeah, there's a, I mean, I think I would wear the blue dress that she wore to dinner if I was picking. Or the, oh, that sil- the silver dress she wears at the end. She has some looks this episode. It's good. She does. We're not like 100% Carrie, but we're, we're getting really. That. Yeah, because a lot of stuff that she wears in like future episodes, I'm kind of like, I would literally never wear that, but I'm proud of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm I'm on, um, I should be on Unpick soon. And I did talk about like how some of Carrie's clothing did inspire me. Oh, that's so good. To be a bit I'm more. i to listen to that. Yeah, to just be a bit more ballsy, I think. I feel like you kind of grow into your own kind of ballsy style in your 20s and it's such a good thing Mm. like not not everyone cares about how they present themselves that much but like i feel like once i kind of came into my own style wise i just felt so much happier with myself like in general it's good yeah it's definitely a way to manifest confidence Mm-hmm. And just like your personality, I guess. It's a good way yeah. to show off that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fashion but is good. <laughs> fashion is good. And we meet Stanford's friend. His his friend, his 30 under 30 media luminary Jared friend. <laughs> I called him that all the time. So Jared is played by Justin Theroux. So I just mm-hmm. wrote him down as Justin the whole time. <laughs> That's really good. I kept forgetting his name. So I probably just wrote him in my notes as like the guy... <laughs> Yeah, and apparently he shows up again in a later episode as a different person. Wait, like a different actor? I think, no, he's, so Justin Through shows up like in season two as a new character. Oh, I love that. We- I love it when that happens. So we've got that to look forward to. He'll come back. Oh, good. That's good. Uh, I, I hated his character this yeah, episode like though, uh, Jared. Mm-hmm. No, he's so annoying. Yeah, because he's like, what, an author? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like a novelist and he's been voted like, you know, the coolest singles that are 30 under 30 media luminaries. And he's like flirting with Carrie and she's not into it. Yeah, no, she's kind of uh, just like, uh, no, I-, I thought he was gay when he first came up to them. And so I was confused why Carrie was like, took it as flirting, but he's definitely not supposed to be. He's definitely supposed to be straight and flirting with her. Yeah, because so. he says something like, oh, if there was... A 30 under 30 sexiest women in New York. I'm sure you'd be on it. And she's, <laughs> she doesn't really react. Yeah. He's also said that he's read her column, I think, which is 
really someone in the episode says they've read her column before and i'm like really <laughs> but i think it's like big one of big's uh gals oh yeah that's who it was it was someone it was one of big's like friends or whatever she was at the party yeah um, and so he just flats with her and she basically in her voiceover she says she'd usually be flattered by some guy who's having his 15 minutes flirting with her but mm-hmm. now she just feels exhausted that's a mood i feel like that's so it's a bit catty to say that he's having his 15 minutes though i love it Yeah, I did like that part. And I definitely kind of feel the same way, but just talking to people in general, like, man, I was talking to someone for 15 minutes. That was exhausting. (laughs) No, she means like he's had his 15 minutes of fame, but talking to someone for 15 whole minutes is exhausting. exhausting. I have to take a five day nap after we record the (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Because I'm just like, oh my God, I can't talk to anyone for a week now. I must retire. Yeah. Um, so that was exhausting for her. Um, yeah. But then she gets a call from Big, and he's got this, like, hideous yellow tie on. <laughs> it's ugly. Like, he just wears the same thing with, like, a different tie. He, he's always in a I suit. I mean, that's just, that's just men. But <laughs> <laughs> men, uh, am I right? <laughs> well, it's because, like, owning a new suit costs a lot of money, but owning a new tie costs, like, a fraction of the price. So you just wear, like, the same suit, different tie. Uh, but this is a really hideous tie. It's like a, it's, it's not like a nice yellow. It's like a bright sunshine yellow, like a rubber ducky yellow, kind of. I hate I didn't really notice it, but I believe you, so... Thank you. Mm, yeah, he he calls and he ugh, he says the grossest thing. So he's like, oh, we're still on for Saturday because they've got a, a date planned then. She says, yeah, why wouldn't we be? Which she tried, uh, Carrie says like she tries to make it sound cool, but she just came off as shrill. Oh, that made me so sad because I really hate when women are described as shrill so much. It's ugh. one of those things. It's like when people say the word nag about women. It's like, it's such a thing you only ever say about woman mm. Mm, I hate yeah it, it is but. it's a very like woman specific insult and most of the time if someone's nagging it's because you didn't fucking do it the first time but he's so she says you know we're still on and then big says oh great i missed you baby yeah <sighs> i mm, i didn't like that i mean the th- no the other thing is like there's a guy who is i don't know vaguely my big but if he <laughs> When he says something like, I missed you, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm all, I'm putty for a second. And then I snap back to real Alex. I just hate how we can say like one line that just makes her uh, like that. And it's like, you didn't do anything. You just said something. Mm. And it doesn't mean anything. No. And it's like, oh, you knew you, cause, all right, I've been there. I've been where Carrie is. Mm-hmm. But when they, you know, say the thing you want him to say, and then you're all fucking sweetness and joy. But then you do what Carrie does and what I would do and analyze uh, one sentence <laughs> of what he said. Yeah. Yeah. She goes out for a big bowl of pasta with Miranda. Mm, they got some spag and it looks really good. That's like, I've been having like Italian food all weekend. So I was, a, I was a bit over it by the time I watched it episode but like fucking a big bowl of pasta is always good mm-hmm. and they, they're at, eating like on a patio and it just looks really nice it's kind of like they're just sitting on the street having their big bowl of pasta and their wine and people are just walking by like it looks 
It looks nice. I'd do that. Mm. But yeah, she's totally overthinking it. Like, because she's talking to Miranda and being like, what do you think he means? Like, and honestly, she's just going on. She's just, she makes no oh, she's sense. Talk- no, she's talking nonsense. And like, Miranda just stares at her in confusion because I think Carrie's <laughs> point is, is Big saying this as a masked apology for dating other women? Or yeah. is he just saying it to get her to like him again? And like, probably but also she's just she's going a little nuts about it yeah she's Um, she's yeah she's not being rational she's not forming coherent sentences (laughs) no which is always worrying yes so yeah they're talking and then skipper walks by because he's on a date with someone else he's like he's on a date with some woman and he like you know stops and says hi to them and his his date works at vogue oh and he she's a big fan of carrie's column so she's oh that's Didn't she say, oh, we love your column at Vogue? Like, yeah, Vogue yeah. does show up again. Yeah, they do, for sure. And, um, yeah, Allison is this woman's name. And I guess the whole thing is she's meant to be, like, perfect, because she's she's about Skipper's age. She's a bit younger than Miranda. Yeah. And she works at Vogue, and she went to this beautiful Italian... No, it was French bistro that's, like, undiscovered. Yeah, and they look really cutesy together. I mean, as cutesy as you can look when one of the people is Skipper. <coughs> but they look, you know, like, close, and, like, they're happy. Um, yeah. So, of course, that pisses off Miranda. <laughs> Miranda is so big. All right, Miranda did annoy me because it seems like she broke up with him. She did. She did break up with him. I and Because Carrie says that, yeah. Yeah. Carrie actually said something smart for once in her whole fucking life. She said something smart. Because <laughs> um, Miranda's just- like, who was that self-important bitch? And I'm like, oh, this woman hasn't done cares. anything. She, she hasn't, hasn't done, done anything. Bottom just yeah. date a guy you dated. Yeah, and because Miranda's like, I didn't think that was Skipper's type. And Carrie's like, well, I mean, that's true. You're his type, but you broke up with him. Yeah. Like, that's that's it. That's, that's it. That's it. And it's like, mm-hmm. this woman hasn't done anything. No. Why are you mad at her? Why are you... Why are you mad at Skip? Why are you mad at anyone? You just you broke up with him. It's Skipper. Who cares? Like literally, literally, who cares? It's Skipper. Miranda. Yeah, he's not so the man to get worked up about. No. Ugh, it's, uh, and and Miranda's like, has he been working out? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, he hasn't. And I mean, we oh, we get to see the worst part of this episode. Oh God, you say it. So, uh, all right, I'll explain the scene for everyone. Um, so we cut to Skipper and Allison having sex. And it's it's very it's like the shot is really close up and like in the dark and you can see all the like skin and everything. It's, it's all very it's close up. There's no hiding from seeing Skipper um have sex with this woman. And then so they're taking each other's clothes off or whatever. And he gets a phone call, it goes to voicemail, but it's Miranda and she's saying, Oh hey Skipper, it was nice seeing you. Did you do something with your hair? Blah 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 blah. And she asks if he wants to meet up and like skipper grabs the phone while he's having sex with this woman he like lunges up yeah yeah oh and <laughs> he he's talking to miranda she asks if he wants to meet up and he's like oh i'm sorry i can't speak right now but he's still talking to her yeah and he puts the phone down and like stops and he says to allison <laughs> 
<laughs> he basically says, oh, you're a really nice girl, but I don't think it's going to work out. And she says <laughs> what we're all thinking, because she goes, you're breaking up with me while you're still inside me. Yes, he very much does that. And like, also, oh. on top of breaking up with her, what he also says is that Miranda's like... The, the love of his life. Yeah. yeah. While he's inside of her. And he's like, <laughs> oh my god, what? I can't, uh... Call, like calling someone else the love of your life while oh oh sorry like skipper is the most disgusting human he's so gross this poor girl like she looks so offended and like you should be and like she's <laughs> nice- getting dumped by skipper <laughs> oh my god how embarrassing she deserves better anyway yeah she does and we go back to charlotte and she's with her guy again uh michael i think and he's like okay so you know how do you feel about being monogamous and like only seeing each other and that's like literally the whole scene which i'm confused about because earlier in the episode carrie said they were practically engaged which to me means you know you're definitely exclusive at that point yeah to me that would mean definitely exclusive like probably moved in or thinking about it although charlotte does seem kind of like the type of person who would want to marry someone before moving in with them like some kind of old-fashioned thing which is the stupidest thing i've ever heard in my life it's fucking (laughs) stupid especially if if you're having sex with them yeah i understand not wanting to marry someone before you sleep with them i get it yeah that's that's but, different from not living with someone because you don't really like you know someone you can know someone before you live with them but there's a lot of little things that you don't realize before you live with them mm, and yeah y- you should you should live with someone before you marry them yeah i mean even if someone proposed to me and we didn't live together i wouldn't get married to them until we had been you know living together yeah no for sure that's definitely a thing that i think is at least i think think is pretty important but i mean charlotte is an old-fashioned gal she's definitely a traditional a traditionalist but yeah that's pretty much it i thought there'd be more to it yeah that was the whole scene but it's it served its purpose Mm, yeah um, um so carrie's at the party with big yeah is that oh yeah That's she's out next with, yeah she yeah. is out with big yeah 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 uh so for some party with an old friend of his yeah the manhunter yeah this girl comes up to <gasps> big and kisses him right on the lips oh my god this i needed to like pause the episode and go have a think about it because uh oh big says it's just a friend like it's a friend he traveled with once but like the way carrie just just like didn't say anything if someone walked up and kissed someone who i was dating i would at least question what was going on she's just like oh yeah sure it was international like no Mm -hmm. be like what the fuck yeah no that it that is so bizarre to me like right on the lips and everything it was really awkward carrie's like clearly kind of like okay but she doesn't say anything yeah she's she doesn't say anything but she's obviously very uncomfortable yeah as you would expect yeah and then big like introduces carrie uh to this manhunter guy and he introduces her as someone who's very special to him Mm, and he and then he calls her julia which is the name of the woman that big was on a date with yeah so big like tells him about how she writes sex in the city the column and the guy's just like well if you're looking for material you're dating the right man um (laughs) which oh and then carrie says oh i didn't think we were dating i thought we were just having sex yeah to, like, like that was good. yeah and then he says i don't think we'll be doing much of either which i would take yep. as a breakup 
that was pretty because he's like laughing it while he says that, mm. and that just comes across as so I don't know. Like he's supposed to be, he's trying to make a joke, but it just comes across like really callous. He like doesn't understand why she's so offended by it because he goes to run after her because she's like, "Excuse me," and and leaves. Yeah, I I mean I think I would have thrown my drink in his face by now. Oh, I was I was so annoyed out. at this because like she he chases after her and Carrie's like, "How many women are you dating?" And Big kind of says this thing, which I really, really, really fucking hate when guys say, which is when he says, we're not doing this here. Ugh. No, stop it. You need to have this conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, like, if you care about this person, talk to them about it. Like, it's important to realize why you're making her upset. And he just does not get it. He does not get why she's upset. He's like, what do you want from me? And and then she she says says, nothing. (laughs) Oh, I says, I don't want anything from you and walks off. And I was like, oh, if only that's why their relationship ended Uh, if only but because i mean he is he's just so i feel like he's very emotionally manipulative and cold Mm -hmm. towards her like even if he said i don't want to argue in front of everyone let's go outside right or i don't want to have this discussion in front like in front of the party let's just go downstairs and talk like that's an appropriate reaction to have yeah Yeah. just let's just get out of here and talk one-on-one for a second okay no he's just we're not having this discussion like she's a child yeah he reminds me me of those like really shitty people that you meet who like make triggered jokes and stuff Ugh. like oh carrie like why are you so upset am i am i triggering you <laughs> and carrie's just like not having it because yeah. he's being an absolute piece of shit <laughs> like he's just like he has no concept of emotions and why other people might have them and react to the things that he does in a negative way it's so frustrating it is and it's this problem if, if he had had this discussion with her when they first started seeing each other then she probably i don't think carrie would be completely cool with it but she'd probably be more understanding and wouldn't be having this like breakdown that she's having absolutely like she'd be reacting differently to it because it wouldn't be it wouldn't come across like he was hiding stuff from her like that's the biggest problem with all of this is that yeah. he's very uh, he's very secretive and ugh, i hate it that's my problem too i don't have an issue with like non-monogamy mm-hmm. i have an issue with hiding it from someone exactly then that's like cheating right if you need to hide your relationship then it obviously something's up yeah it's just a really bad way to handle seeing another person and trying to trying to show that you care about them when you clearly don't yeah he doesn't even answer a question he doesn't say oh i'm seeing i'm just seeing the other woman which i think is fucked up big's just a piece of shit person he's the worst Um, we hate big um but yeah she goes on to better things she goes to stanford's party Mm mm-hmm Yep, she goes to have a good time. She looks hot as hell. Stanford's there. It's good. Mm-hmm. For yeah, now. she had like her, I mean, I'm sure this is on purpose, but she had like her hair in like a little, I guess, up. It was kind of like yeah. in a French twist, I suppose. It was sort of like folded under. It was weird. But then when she goes to the party, she's got her hair down again. Yeah, I liked that. Mm-hmm. It's a metaphor. Yeah. It's a metaphor, Hazel Grace. I was um. going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We have the same brain poison. <laughs> so what's her name again? Hazel Grace. There you go. That's what I'm going to say this weekend when I go to get my hair cut and the person says, your bangs aren't straight, you cut them yourself. And I'm going to say it's a metaphor, Hazel Grace, and <laughs> he's going to hate me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she, she has fun at her party. She looks good. She got her hair down. I wish that this is where the episode ended. 
sadly mm. is not because we get to see that Miranda and Skipper fucked again, which is unfortunate. Oh yeah, so they're like post coital. She's yeah. wearing like a cute little robe. I think he's just in like boxes and a t-shirt, and they're talking. And Skipper wants to go monogamous. He's like in love with her, and Miranda mm. is explaining that she doesn't want that. Yeah, because she's just like, oh, I don't mind that you're seeing her. Like you don't have to break up with her. Skipper tells her about how he broke up with her when he was inside of her. <laughs> and Miranda's just like, her mind is blown. She's like, what the She is so, and I think she's like, everyone's reaction to this, which is like, shock and disgust. Yeah, she's like, that sounds fake, but okay. <laughs> and I just don't understand why he would tell her this. Like, he just thinks it's funny, I guess. And like, she's just straight up not ready for a relationship, which is fair and he's just like excuse me and he's just pissed about it i mean i don't think she should have called skipper because he's clearly unhealthy yeah like and she clearly was just jealous and wanted to feel like validated by knowing that like he still wanted to sleep with her too like it's it's a mess yeah, this is like, this is what you had to do before Tinder existed. You had to like call people up and tell them, sleep with them if you wanted to feel validated. You couldn't just like check your likes. You couldn't just, yeah, exactly. It's fucked up, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, but he says a line which I found to be disgusting. He says, I'm not your private stud horse, Miss Dial a fuck. That's a really bad line. Oh. I wish Why he wouldn't would- say it. Miss Dial a fuck. Basically, he's in love with her and she's not into it. No, and he storms out. Yes. And I thought it was his apartment, but I must not be. Me too. Unless he... Skipper is a fucking idiot. He probably did storm out of his own apartment. (laughs) With her just lying in his bed. Like, it's probably three in the morning in the dark (laughs) and she's just, like, lying there. (laughs) There should have been a scene with him, like, immediately knocking on the door and being like, this is my apartment, please, sorry. I would love that. She should just leave and lock him out of his apartment and never talk to him again. Yeah. This is my apartment now. Um, um, I think that's it for Miranda's story this episode. Yeah, she had quite a short one. Yeah. But I, at least this means no more Skipper. Well, for now, at least. I can't remember if he comes back or not, but I really hope he stays away. Mm. And then Charlotte has her culmination of her story. Yeah. I hated this scene. I really hated this scene, and I just want to say that I support Charlotte, and I really hate her boyfriend. <laughs> Oh, do you want to take this one? I had to talk about Skipper. Sure. Okay, I'll take this one. So, okay, so they're sitting on the couch, and, like, the dog is watching them make out like it always does. Um, It's, like, just sitting there right in front of the camera watching them make out. Um, And, you know, like, she's saying, like, she's really sexy. They start to kiss, and he starts doing the thing again where he, like, drags her head down with his hand, and she's, like, pulling it back up. Like, she's clearly not into it. She doesn't want yeah. to do it. Like, if she did, she would just initiate it herself, and, like, she clearly doesn't. And she straight up just says to him, like, I hate doing this and he just looks so confused he's like you hate it like you don't even want to do it for me and she's like who is is this guy getting Mm -hmm. blowjobs from yeah it's bullshit and then she's like do you really want me to do something that i don't want to do and his response is basically like you'll get used to it which is like don't make someone like you're okay so you're not forcing her to do anything you don't want but like making someone feel bad for not doing something that 
they don't want to do is like just as shitty. Yeah, he's like emotionally manipulating her into giving him a blowjob. Like, just move mm-hmm. on. Yeah, it makes no sense. And then Charlotte's like apologizing to him. Like, she's like, I'm so sorry. I just don't want to do it. And he's like, well, I plan on getting a lot of blowjobs in the future. And like, he's basically implying if she doesn't do it for him, someone else is going to be. Why is this guy so obsessed with blowjobs? I have no idea. And like, Charlotte's pissed, which is super understandable. Like, I would be too. And she she says she cares about him and supports him. And like, is she basically is like is getting a blowjob more important than having me, someone who cares about you? And, like, he's kind of, at first, he's like, you know what, babe, you're right. But then he's like, will you at least lick my balls? (laughs) (laughs) And it's just such a gross way to talk to someone who's just trying to be like, I don't want to do this at all. Also, I feel like licking someone's balls is worse. It's definitely worse. Um, (laughs) Charlotte says they're done. She leaves and I'm proud of her. You go, girl. He's a piece of shit. And um, Carrie's voiceover then says at the very end of the scene this really weird thing where she's like the dog was happy to now be back in a monogamous relationship with him. That's like This is implied bestiality, right? It sounded like she was applying that since Charlotte won't lick his balls that the dog will. But that's Uh, just my hot take on it. (laughs) Me, I got that too because he he looks at the dog and basically shrugs and I it's very I hate it. Oh, I hate it. I was like, why did this need? Why would you hire this beautiful dog? You know, and (laughs) debase them like that. Oh, I'm happy that Charlotte left and didn't succumb to his manipulation because he was gross. And yep, she dumps him, and that's the end of her story. Yeah, (laughs) for the episode. Yeah, if you don't do something, don't do it, and just leave. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I don't. He was very weird. He was a weird guy. I did not like him. So Samantha seeing another place. It's a it's a pretty nice place. Like it has a big brick wall, like these big storage cabinets, and she loves it. Like it's basically like, yeah, this is the place I want to take. So to celebrate, they you know start to make out and stuff, and mm, she's and very dressed like she's on a date. Like you wouldn't wear this to go to see real estate. She's wearing this like red dress. <laughs> well, it's like the middle of the night because he says this went on at midnight. And like it's, everyone else is yeah. clearly doing night stuff. And he says, Oh, it went on sale at midnight. You're the first person to see it. So it's like after midnight, they're there. It's really weird. Maybe they did go on a date previously. It just seems awkward because, like, who sees a place that late at night? Mm. But I don't know. Anyway, um, we get to add to her titty tally. Um, yes, we got some titties. We got some titties. Uh, because he, like, they start making out and then she's like facing away from him and he, like, pulls her dress down to her hips and like her boobs are out and then as soon as that happens like the door opens and it's her other realtor coming to show the place to someone else at midnight for some reason <laughs> it's so weird and then like he just like immediately covers her boobs with his hands to hide them from people seeing them i guess it's, it's very like slapstick I just think it's weird that, like, the other realtor is also showing the place after midnight. Um, And, like, the main thing is, like, (laughs) the thing that's funny is that the realtor comes in and she's, like, not offended that they're, like, about to bone down because, like, her boobs are out. She's offended because she's working with another realtor. Yeah, which, okay. (laughs) 
I feel like my immediate reaction would be boobs. Yeah, Samantha's like, I can't believe you didn't show me this apartment. <laughs> and then the, the other realtor just like leaves and then they keep making out. Oh, my favorite part is like the guy she's sleeping with. He shrugs. So his like hands go over her boobs and then they go straight back. So yeah, he realizes yeah, yeah, yeah. he let them out. It's really good. Uh, yeah, Samantha had an interesting story this episode. And by interesting, mm. I mean it was barely a story, but, but she basically is like, yeah, it I'm was an excuse for boobies. Which, yeah. okay. I don't know if it was exactly the best excuse. I guess the the reason was kind of for comedy, I guess. Like, that was, it wasn't really supposed to be like, oh, a sexy boob. It was like, oh, a funny boob. <laughs> Whoops, a funny boob. <laughs> a funny booby. <laughs> oh, like a funny boob? Oh, like a funny boob, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, <laughs> then we go back to Carrie, because, like, this is uh, the last story we have to wrap up. Thank God. Yeah, Justin um, Theroux is wearing his Mulholland Drive glasses. <laughs> like, he <laughs> looks exactly that. like his character from that. It's so jarring. Oh, that's really good. I wish Naomi Watts would show up. It's weird. Like, he basically asks Carrie, like, if she's gonna, she'll go home with him tonight. And then Carrie is like, let me make a call. And she oh, basically- this is the wildest fucking thing. Yeah, because she's like, so, just trying to make Big jealous. And like, the most obvious way too, she calls him up and she- Justin comes over and she's like, hi, I'm just calling to let you know that I'm at a fabulous party and I've met a guy and he wants to take me home. And he's like, what the fuck? He's like, it's 3 a.m. Yeah. It makes no sense. And then she, like, the the Jared guy, like, comes up behind her and puts his arms around her. And she's like, say hi, Jared. And then Jared goes on the phone to beg and says, hi, Jared. <laughs> yeah, I don't it's like so him. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. I hate it. And um, Big, Carrie's like, oh, you should come and meet me outside. And mm-hmm. Big's like, I don't know where you are. Because <laughs> you just point. walked off. Like, he, I mean, he is a piece of shit, but he is being really rational. Mm-hmm. She's being very irrational in this scene. Like, I know it's just reacting to his bullshit, but also just, like, don't, don't this, be back on your own bullshit. Like, no, this is know. primo bullshit from Carrie. Yeah. Like, she does, she tells him where she is, and then she, like, goes outside to wait in the park. It's, like, three in the morning, and she's waiting really late because he doesn't show up very soon because he shows up, but, like, he was like, you said you were going to wait out front and she's like this is the front it's like that <laughs> do you watch community it's like that episode where like jeff and britta are arguing because they're like it's called the red door and then the other one's like no it's called the bar is called this and then it's like it's both like yeah. it's so dumb it's like it's so stupid and childish but they basically they have this stupid argument i don't know why she decided to do this because it feels really stupid it's because she's um, stupid to wait outside <laughs> in the middle of the night yeah in the middle of a park she's not even standing by the entrance of the bar she's like standing in the park like he's not gonna see you there yeah and i mean even if you know they have the stupid oh this side's the front this side's the front it's wherever the bouncer is first of all mm-hmm. and two why not just go home with this guy i don't even know she just wants to make him jealous she wants his attention she wants to like she wants to see if he'll fight for her basically yeah 
And you need and to, if you're going to do this, you need to be like, you need to meet me here in the next 30 minutes or I'm going to go home with him. Yeah. It's so stupid. And like, he finally asks her what's up at least. He's like, look, what do you, what do you need me to do? Like, how, what are you feeling? And she says like, she's, she says she's met someone she can finally stand still with for a minute. And he says something that actually made me laugh. Cause he's like, you brought me out at 3am to ask if I want to stand still with you. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's really yeah, I stupid, mean, but... It- especially because she's trying to do... Carrie is the type of person who watches too many romantic movies and wants her life to be a romantic movie. And this is also yeah. a self-drag, by the way. Like, I'm including myself. But she's saying that, like, it's, you know, the end of a rom-com. I just want someone yeah. who I can stand still with, right? And then he goes, what the fuck are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense. He's clearly, you know, he's not a writer, so he's not as smart as her. He doesn't watch Rick and Morty. He doesn't know what she's talking about. And then they kind of like share a look and it's really stupid. He like puts his arm around her and it's supposed to be sweet because then her voiceover is like, you know, in, in a city with infinite options, it's nice to know you have you only have one. Which, um, He never clarifies you- that. They never said they were monogamous. No. What you wanted for the entire episode is for the pair of you to be clear with each other about what you want. You want him to say, look, Carrie, I only want to go out with you, right? That's yeah. that's the end goal. Like nothing has happened. Literally, all he did was show up. Like that's yeah. It. He hasn't Which done I mean, anything. I guess, I guess is like him. It's like him showing that he's devoted to her. If he's going to go find her at whatever o'clock in the morning, but mm. also it could just be that he was like worried. It could be that. It, who knows what it is? Like it could be a million things. It doesn't mean yeah. that he necessarily cares about you or any of the things that you want him to do. I mean, Carrie loves to project what she wants onto him and thinks yeah. that that's what he wants. When he's never said anything ever no. about anything. Like, uh, if, if a friend called me up at whatever o'clock in the morning and was like, if you don't come here, I'm going to go home with this guy, I'd probably be mm-hmm. like, oh, she doesn't seem to be quite, you know, maybe she's a bit too drunk. I better go check on her. Yeah. Maybe he's just doing that. Reasonable. It's possible. That's reasonable because people don't do that. Like, you don't call someone up and be like, if you don't show up, I'm going to go home with this guy. <laughs> like, you yeah. don't do that. It's, I don't know. I mean, it's what, episode seven and we're already on to just emotionally like abusive tactics between the two of them yeah like carrie cannot function in a relationship that's not chaotic as hell so Mm. so the pair of them are just acting up in different ways if you ask me that's that's what they do they act up and act like absolute idiots constantly yeah i feel like any sort of if you don't do this then i'm gonna do this is yeah any sort of blackmail or like manipulation is not healthy and you shouldn't do that um, yeah. Carrie was not one of my favorites this week. No. I mean, ranking. I felt sorry for her. I didn't like her. Yeah. I felt like at the beginning, she was kind of handling it well. But then mm. when we got to the end of the episode, she was like back on her bullshit. Yeah. I was like, you're handling this well. And I understand you have valid, you have valid concerns. Carrie, you're valid. But <laughs> is she? Is Carrie valid? I don't know. No, she's not. <laughs> I started to wonder, was I valid? <laughs> 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 that is that is if we if we wrote Sex and the City. Yeah, no. If I wrote Sex and the City, I'd just be dragging Carrie constantly. So. <laughs> this is yeah. If this is 2018, Sex and the City is. I couldn't help but wonder: Am I valid? <laughs> 
it's a good question. Everyone should ask every day that question to themselves when they look in the mirror. Dear Mabimbam, I couldn't help but wonder, am I good? Uh, except for in reality, it'd be like, Carrie claims to be a sexpert, but if there's a degree on her wall, I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> she would honestly be... Like, Carrie Bradshaw in real life would be a guest spur on Mabim Bam, and she'd be terrible. Oh, she'd be awful. Yeah. She wouldn't get any of their jokes, and she'd just well, be really just uncomfortable the whole time. Yeah, she's not funny. It'd be so. great. No, it'd be so good. And she'd make some, like, really witty observation, and they'd riff on it for 30 minutes, do and you she'd think get that uncomfortable. Carrie, do you think that Carrie is the secret McElroy sister? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's their older sister. <laughs> The secret older sister. Hmm. Um, I mean, we never meet her parents. So, like, maybe she did just, she left West Virginia and mo- moved to New York. That's very possible. It's true. It's and they just never talk about her because she's so much older than them, so. Yeah, she's so much older and, like, she left and they have, they don't really know her very well. This is our headcanon, by the way. Carrie Bradshaw, name McElroy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she changed her name, like, when she got to New York. I love this. Um, So, okay, so my rankings for this week. Uh, Charlotte was my number one. I thought that Charlotte, um, she had a shitty, she had a shitty storyline, but she handled it really well. I'm proud of her. She, uh, she's not going to succumb to what some stupid guy wants her to do, and she doesn't want to. And I think that she was good. Charlotte was the most valid this week. Um, She was the valedictorian. (laughs) (laughs) Dick with a K. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, I think Samantha's probably second because she was pretty plain this episode. Like, literally, all she did was look for an apartment and have sex and have fun, and it was good. Pretty neutral. Yeah. Carrie is, ugh, Carrie's probably my third just because she had a lot more stuff to do than Miranda this episode. Like, her and Miranda both made terrible decisions, but I think Carrie at least was more interesting about it, but that's just because I hate Skipper so much. Mm. So, Miranda was just like being really petty about Skipper and then went back to him and I don't know I just thought it was boring and I didn't care so yeah yeah that's my ranking yeah so my I mean my rankings are pretty much the same I would go yeah Charlotte for number one ofs yeah because it could have very easily been icky but she handled it well and she doesn't need to go out with guys who are not understanding of her feelings or her wants and desires and what she's comfortable with so yeah go off uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to suck your dick, but go off. And number two, number two is Samantha Ovs. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, she didn't really do much, but she had fun. And the apartment hunting is like cool. She just slept with some guy who was reasonably attractive. I'm not going to complain. And then uh, third is Carrie, just because, yeah, I really do hate Skipper and I hate Miranda for him being around. Yeah. Skipper Skipper and Big both suck, but Skipper is the worst of two evils. Yeah. I, I mean, I really feel like, because Big has the charisma to, mm-hmm. you know, not overlook what he's done, because he's a piece of shit nonetheless, but like I can, I can cope with him being on my screen. With Skipper, yeah. I'm, I'm just like, ugh shut up he's so whiny yeah i agree and i think the thing is if it was anyone else other than carrie the other girls wouldn't be putting up with his bullshit so like true i think that's a big part of it too big would be a one he'd be a one-hit wonder otherwise 
It's just because it's Carrie and she is pushing for this relationship, which shouldn't happen. Yeah, no, like everything, all the signs are there, all the red flags are there that he is a piece of shit that she shouldn't be with. But she's just ignoring every single red flag because literally I have no idea why. Oh my god, I just had a thought and it's like, I can't wait until we get to the movie and it's like five hours of us screaming. God, I feel like (laughs) we're gonna have to do the movie in parts. Like, I feel like we can't just do one episode for the movie because it's gonna be too much. No, but we're probably gonna have to like talk about the whole movie. Or I guess we could like split it in half. Yeah, we're gonna have to do and something be like, about it. Watch, watch up to this scene, and then we'll do the next part because yeah, we can't. It's, we're gonna need to talk for literally days. We're gonna be exhausted, and it's gonna make me have to take a three week nap. So. <laughs> <laughs> so hold your horses. Get ready for that. <laughs> All right, I guess questions. We yeah. got some good questions this week. We um, definitely did. If you want to send us a question, citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com slash ask. Uh, send us whatever comes into your head. Everyone sends us good questions so far. Yeah. Uh, so Dr. Activisionary, which I we pronounced right wrong last week. We said it wrong Yeah, last I week. pronounced it wrong last time. Oh, we, we got this. We got this. Dr. Activisionary, friend of the show, has said, which Ariana Grande song would each of the main girls be? Oh, I feel like you've thought about this like the Pokemon. (laughs) Sheesh. Uh, I haven't thought about it that hard. I've thought about it a little bit. Okay, Um, do you want to go fast? So Carrie 100% is Bad Decisions. Um, I hate to admit this because it's like one of my favorite Ariana songs that she's ever put out. Um, But one line that really stands out to me, like my favorite line of the whole song is when, uh, not Carrie, when Ariana says, ain't you ever seen a princess be a bad bitch? Which I think is a very Carrie line to say. Like extreme Uh, Carrie. So um, not Dangerous Woman, Bad Decisions off of Dangerous Woman is my pick for Carrie. Okay. I mean, I would agree with that. I think also, maybe Dangerous Woman itself, because I definitely feel like Carrie is the type of person who has this grandiose idea of herself. Oh, Wait, for sure. I got it. What if it's borderline? I could very see that being true. Because it's kind of, ironically, a bit of a borderline song. Mm-hmm. For all my BPD girls out there, gang gang. Um, with the whole characterization of like unhealthy relationships, which you kind of get a bit obsessive over. And that is also kind of the theme of the song as well. I don't know if it's on purpose. I don't know if Ariana Grande is, you know, being big minds with it. But I definitely, not that I'm trying to say that Carrie, because she's a fictional character, I'm not going to diagnose her with a mental illness. But I will say the sort of the theme of the song of being very obsessive and into someone is her relationship with Big to yeah, a T. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's very her relationship with him. I can see that. Yeah. So that's my mm-hmm. pick. Okay. That makes sense. I think they're both good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miranda? Okay, I feel like Mira- yeah. Okay. So Miranda, I thought was a little bit hard because she's not like a romantic like the other girls are exactly um no and i feel like a lot of ariana songs are very romantic yeah one thing i thought was maybe problem maybe Mm. it's kind of like the songs like you know i got one less problem without you i don't even know though like i don't even know if that's accurate it's just kind of one that's less romantic and more fuck off but Mm, yeah what uh what about bang 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 bang, maybe Miranda could show me how to graduate. She graduated from Harvard, so oh fuck, she could. did she? Well, she could definitely show me how to graduate. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> and yeah, I just feel like she is. That's like not a romantic song, but it's very confident, which is Miranda. Yeah, I agree. She definitely knows what she's about. So yeah. Um. Okay. What about Charlotte? Hmm. Mm. Charlotte's a romantic one for sure. Yes, but I don't know um, which romantic song. 
I would say maybe REM. Mm, that's she, a good one. Is she dreamy though? I don't know. Like she's dreamy, but she's also practical. Like I feel like she kind of daydreams and has her head in the clouds, but at the same time, she's like realistic about what she wants and stuff. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Charlotte is very like early Ariana, which I'm not particularly into, but like you remember when she still had the red hair? Oh my God. Yes. Was- I'm pretty into early Ariana. Like there's some early stuff she has that are really good. Like maybe be my baby or. She has a few that she could easily be. Yeah, I would agree. Not that I've okay. disagreed with any of the others. I just can't think of one for Charlotte. One last time, but I feel like that's more, it's a bit more heartbreaky. Yeah, like some of her songs, like sound, like some of them that are kind of like ballads sound very romantic. Another one, so possibly my favorite Ariana song of all time is Tattooed Heart. It could be that one because it's very like, it's very dreamy romantic. Like part of it's like, you know, I want to say we're going steady. Like it's, you know the 50s she's kind of like very old-fashioned and i think yeah. okay so i think tattooed heart maybe okay i did really just have a, a think of a possible another possible carry one hmm. but it's too good of a song for her <laughs> what song is it into you oh that is way too good like that is possibly ariana's objectively best song like it's not my favorite song of hers but it's probably her best song yeah same it's not necessarily my favorite but it's like it's like it's like her crazy in love or like, you know, it's mm-hmm. that level of like, okay, this is, not that I, I don't know, I don't know what Beyonce's best song is, but I feel like mm. that's, when you hear it, you're like, oh shit, okay, yeah, I need to prepare myself now. I need to hold a- something because Into You is on or, you know. <laughs> that's like, so true. Like I do, I need to stop myself. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that, the vibe is very carry of this yeah. like all-consuming passion. But it's too <laughs> good of true. a song for her. Yeah. No, I feel that. That's true. <laughs> uh, Samantha is side to side. I was just going to say that. Samantha's absolutely side to side. Uh, I I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Or, there's no debate on uh, that. Any, I mean, any of the songs that Ariana and Nikki do where they talk about like, because Ariana does love bringing up oral sex. She sure loves to talk about Mo and Hay. Like, what does she say in REM where she's like, you know how to eat or something like that? <laughs> uh, it's, it's something really gross. Good. Like in Sweetener, she's like, uh, you know, I like the way you lick the bowl and kiss yep. it and kiss Sheesh. it and kiss it and kiss it. <laughs> Sheesh. I think that should be our episode title. Sheesh. I think so too. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Do you remember Get On Your Knees? It was on the pink print and it yes. was Nikki's yeah, song, but Ariana was mm-hmm. did the chorus. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's I, a, I remember that. It's a slight cheat, but I feel like that would work too. That one could be for sure. And then they also did that song together, Bed, which um, mm. that one's a newer one and I haven't listened to it that much, but it's, I can't even remember how it goes, but it's something about being in bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, me neither. I, I'm, I'm trying not to listen to Nikki. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ariana get to. new friends challenge. Ariana get new friends challenge. Challenge, yeah. challenge her to get better friends. Um, alternatively, God is a woman. Yeah, yeah, that's that is a very song that kind of subtly 
implies mowing hay at some point. It's about mowing. And it's very com- – I mean, how cocky do you have to be to be like, after you have sex with me, your religious views will change? It's true. It lingers when we're done. Uh, I was – like, <laughs> I just Just watch- picturing Pete Davidson, like <laughs> – That's the thing. I can't listen to their songs because I picture him. I'm so sorry to have to admit this, but Pete Davidson is a really good song. I love it. It's actually really lovely. I think the, like, because Get Well Soon and, like, Pete Davidson, I think, are maybe the most heartfelt songs. Mm -hmm. And they're really lovely to listen to. But I don't want to think about them having sex. Yeah, no, me neither. I always see him, like, on in things with her. Like, I saw them in photo shoot for, like, the VMAs on the whatever carpet. I think it's called, like, the pink carpet for the VMAs. I don't know. Mm. And I just saw them and was just like, he... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he reminds me of like do you know do you ever ugh, fuck what are jesse pinkman's friends names like badger and skinny pete he reminds yeah. me of skinny pete kind of <laughs> i was gonna say he looks like especially with his blonde hair he he looks a bit you know methy he kind of looks like he's trying to be what she's into like with like the tattoos and skinny arms and like i don't know he looks like eminem in eight mile oh i really hate that i hate it too it's so gross um but yeah yeah, because I was watching the VMAs just now and I was watching her performance. I and I was just it. thinking, like, it lingers when we're done is such a disgusting lyric, but she can say it and not make me want to throw up. My favorite thing about Ariana Grande is that she loves to use her most incredibly talented, ridiculous vocal range to sing about boning. <laughs> and, like, that is the most valid thing you could possibly do. It is. Well, it's like us using our, be- our beautiful voices to talk about mowing hay. Oh, we of are course. we're doing a service to her. Mow hay every day. <laughs> Uh, so thank you for sending that question in. I love to think about Ariana Grande. Our next one is from um, Tumblr user Burgermeister, who is a friend of the show, Matt. He says, which Game of Thrones house does each character belong to? You don't have to go beyond the main four, but you should. Uh, we're going to be here all night. Okay. Carrie. Okay, I think... Okay, Carrie... Hmm. Carrie's a disaster. That's first and foremost true. I feel like Carrie is probably like the Lannisters. Okay, I feel like maybe we should also specify whether we're talking A Song of Ice and Fire or Game of Thrones because there's a difference. Because part of me wants to be like Samantha. I mean, I didn't read the book. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, (laughs) I've done a very annoying thing where I'm like, I don't want to read the books, but I will read all supplemental material about the books like explains <laughs> plot lines and like how they differ from the show so i know about like what happens but i haven't actually read it mm-hmm. so we can go so, either i'm probably slightly yeah. more comfortable with the show okay we can yeah we can talk both i think because yeah. because part of me wants to say carrie could be like a lannister but like part of me so i've read all the books and i've watched the show up until halfway through season five when they made me want to kill myself and oh that episode Um, mm -hmm. i watched up until that episode then i stopped watching the show forever but i know everything that happens in the show like i've read all the spoilers so i'm like the inverse you like i don't want to watch the show i refuse (laughs) to do it but i'll read everything about the show so i know what happens um so in the books the lannisters never are like oh shit we're actually broke but in the show there they are like after a certain point and i feel like since carrie's broke but she's like also probably the most toxic person you've ever (laughs) met and like forming the most 
most toxic relationships and just unable to thrive unless she's being ridiculously over the top and stupid. I feel like she would fit in with House Lannister, maybe. Yeah, I would agree. She also, I mean, physically, she's got blonde curly hair. She doesn't have a brother. Oh, thank God. But, but I do wish she did. I wish she had a brother who would come on the show and kill her. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie and Cersei are like almost the same name. True. I feel like Carrie would be a, a cousin. She's like a mm-hmm. Lannister cousin who is basically just a poly girl. She married some like rich man and now she's just sitting around drinking all day. Yeah, basically. And she also probably pretty regularly has walks of shame. So. <laughs> Imagine if just had like a monthly but... one. It's like confession. <laughs> Uh, I think that's probably where she fits the best. Like, she's kind of a disaster, but thinks she's on top of things. Mm-hmm. Um, Miranda? Uh, who's small? I think Miranda's a Greyjoy. Um, oh, no, I don't. Really? Okay. I think Miranda's been kind of hardened by the sea. She kind of reminds me of, like, Asha Greyjoy or, like, Yara on the show, I guess, um, where she's kind of, like, you know, women's rights and I hate this patriarchy bullshit and... She kind of reminds me of that, but I don't know. She could also be like House Aaron, maybe. I was going to say, because when I think of the Greyjoys, I think of like evil rapist Vikings. And I don't yeah. feel like that's Miranda at all. No, like she, it's not. I would say perhaps she's somewhere Dornish, you know, she maybe she's a Martell. I could because okay, she's think, very she's very intelligent. I think that Miranda is book dorn. Yeah. I don't yeah, yeah, think yeah. she's show dorn. She's, she's not show dorn. No. Samantha is show dorn. Yeah, Samantha's um, show dorn and Miranda is book dorn. <laughs> yeah. That, I hate saying that because because I love Samantha, but I hate Shodorn, but at the same time they're both characterized by just wanting to fuck constantly and bring the titty tally up and saying the word pussy. So <laughs> Yeah, um, and Miranda would definitely, like, if Miranda was in A Song of Ice and Fire, then she would be like Sorella Sand. She'd make herself look like a boy, and she'd go study at the thingy. Yeah, I could see that being true. I guess, so for Samantha, she's obviously show Dorn, but if she was a book character, she might be like Baratheon, post-Baratheon, because she kind of is like one of the boys sometimes. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, she could be a few things. Yeah, she could. I mean, Samantha is, I don't know if she's a house i feel like samantha would be one of the brothel madams <laughs> she's like one of the sex position characters behind Littlefinger when he explains the plot <laughs> she's rose but the thing is she's a character who like has a fleshed out personality at least so like yeah because if she was in if she was in a song of ice and fire and she behaved the way she behaved on the show she would have been beheaded that's a, <laughs> that's really true oh okay i have this if, if we're talking like a book only, because we already agreed she's Shodorn, um, I think Samantha might be a wildling, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, true. She kind of just plays by her own rules. She's very kind of like confused by the like Southern customs. She's like, yeah, why she doesn't do understand. Yeah, she doesn't understand why you would do that. And like, as, yeah. as soon as she got Southern, it was slightly warm. She would just be nude. Yeah. She was basically just like, why are you guys not constantly getting your pussy ate by Jon Snow? I don't understand. <laughs> Oh no. Um <laughs> what about Charlotte? Charlotte Charlotte's like a Tyrell maybe yeah. or She's or like a high tower, maybe an Aaron. Yeah, I feel like if Charlotte was in the show, she would very 
be a Tyrell because she's like the Tyrells are like the wasps of Westeros. They Yeah. Um, they're like rich she, and they're, you know, pretty and slightly bland. Yeah, and she's very like, you know, she's trying to kind of like if she would if she was in Game of Thrones, she would be trying to get into like a political marriage basically with some exactly. like handsome fairy tale man. And um yeah, she's absolutely house Tyrell in my opinion. Yeah, she'd so. be like Marjorie, but she wouldn't be able to cope being married to Joffrey or Tommen. Yeah. You know, she'd like Renly until she figured out he was gay. But as Renly's- soon as it was someone who was not also waspy and, you know, not... As soon as she started to be with someone who was evil, she would freak out and leave. Renly is really hot, is the thing, in the show. So, mm. should we do? Yeah. Should we do Pig? Pig? <laughs> that was a Freudian slip. I meant Big. Mr. Pig? Yeah, we could do Big. Big is so aloof and, like, not in touch with his feelings. I, like, he could be Baratheon, because there's such a, like, a man house, like... Uh, I was gonna I say know. possibly even a Bolton. Oh, my God. I don't know if I hate... I don't know if I hate him that much. <laughs> I do hate maybe, him, but I don't... <laughs> maybe a Stark, because he is so stoic. Mm. He could definitely be Northern. He could be, like, he's probably some Northern... He's like a Car Stark or something. Like, he's like a Northern house, but he's like... But I don't want to think about liking him ever. That's... Yeah, uh, that's fair. He... Oh, no, never mind. I was going to say he could be kind of like, like, Baratheon, but like Stannis Baratheon. But at the same time, Big likes to fuck, and Stannis canonically <laughs> does not want to fuck, so... He but he does is very fuck. like but he does want to be emotionless. But it is true that at one point Big fucks Carrie and then they have a smoke monster baby like on <laughs> Lost. So it is kind of uncanny how similar they are. Uh, and yeah. also I do have to admit that <laughs> Stannis is in my onion, the hottest guy on Game of Thrones. <laughs> so I mean, not to fucking call you out, but you're so wrong. <laughs> No, it's true. It's he no. is. He's a silver fox. Stannis got an ass like an onion makes me want to cry. <laughs> he's an old man and he no, never shows him he never shows emotion. I'm normal and valid and he's hot and No, you're not that. valid. No. <laughs> Call me Stephen Delane if you're listening. Okay, well that's like the main characters. No one else is important enough for this at this point, I think. No. I mean Stanford, but like no, he, he doesn't really have any characterization at the moment. He's just gay. He's just that's all his character is. There there are there are a couple funny gays on Game of Thrones, but they're all dead. Yeah. Book Book Stanford is still alive, but show Stanford is dead. <laughs> so <laughs> but thank you for your question thanks uh thanks matt Berger. he did send us another question i guess we could do his other one before we go to the one that was in between them yeah um, uh so burgermeister um has also said to expand on episode four discussion why is nipple visible wear so concentrated to the 90s a la friends spice girls sex in the city etc what about y2k sent the nips running okay i've thought about this because i mm-hmm. <laughs> i looked at the questions this morning i'm just like i don't know why so i wonder if we have questions and i think i mean excluding because what you're skipping over in my opinion is the very important cultural impact that people like paris hilton had and paris nicole Brittany, Lindsay, etc were all big into visible nipples true this is true. Until that was a trend. Yeah, until later, you know, until we got into the teens, when I think, because like now we can see it, like bigger boobs, I think are more in. Mm-hmm. And I think with larger breasts, 
you need a bra. It's true. And when you think about someone like Paris Hilton who would like popularize the nipple, <laughs> um, she has like no boobs. Yes. Is it all those women had s- small boobs so they didn't have to wear bras? Yeah, you just don't think about it. But I also think that we're kind of also glossing over the whole free the nipple thing because they're, it's definitely still a thing. It's just not like a thing on TV shows that's popularized like it was when you'd watch Friends and you're like, why are Rachel's nipples literally always poking out? Um, I mean, my question is it's hot on sets which means i don't think this was an accident true and her love interest was ross like i don't know why they were popping out <laughs> like, oh my. who wait who would make your nipples pop out on friends on friends uh rachel i mean true yeah like rachel honestly chandler <laughs> rachel and chandler uh, chandler, chandler got the hottest guy i'm sorry Chandler's got my third nipple popping out. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he is like, I'm sorry, America. Yeah, I don't know if they did that on purpose. If they like put an ice cube on him mm-hmm. because it's hot. It's not like it's cold and you would have nipples popping out. You have lights and shit on you. You know, you have lights and you have everything powering like the cameras and everything. So it's hot. So maybe it was just a. Maybe it was just fashion. Maybe it was just in vogue and then it just wore off. And I feel like now we have like a whole nip out as opposed to it just poking out of clothing carrie very had her nipples out in this episode in uh her dress at the end oh they are but prob- maybe friends was also set in new york so coincidence could my nips be any more out <laughs> <laughs> so i think that's that i guess it's maybe also a thing where it's like this was entirely just in media not like in real life and so maybe it was just a thing in media where like smaller boobs were a thing more often i don't know i don't know we're not boobologists I don't know. I mean, I am. What do you think my master's degree's in? <laughs> well, if there's a degree on your wall, I haven't seen it. Because <laughs> it's, it's in my bookshelf. <laughs> uh, so thank you, Matt, for the two questions. They were really good, and I like to see them. The last question is from friend of the show, Lola, uh, aka Envy Adams on Tumblr, which is a really good URL. I love it. It's very good. Um, I don't know how you got that, but shout out it's good but so lola asks if each of the main characters were instagram personalities today what kind of content would they post love this question so much (laughs) i love how we've got a lot of like if the main four were so and so what would they be but the thing is i do love them i really love them i think they're good questions Uh, okay let's think carrie i think carrie just mainly posts about like herself I think it would be a lot of her apartment. Like, yeah. you know, like minimalist apartment where it's like, I'm writing today. Here's my desk. And here's oh, my yeah. succulent. She takes a picture of like her desk and like a kombucha and yeah. her cigarette and an ashtray. Yeah. Yeah. And her Cosmo. She would definitely be that kind of Instagram person. Yeah. And I think she would do outfits of the day a lot. Yeah. And she'd probably do a lot of like self-promotion. I feel like Carrie in this day and age might get into like MLMs because she could work from home and like <laughs> make just as much money as she's doing now. Yeah. She would like kind of be in MLMs. And I definitely think, I don't know, she would be in something like makeup ones. I don't think she'd be in, like, fit tees or anything. Yeah, she'd be like, use my promo code CARRY20 to get 50% off on your... Yeah, she's also... I don't know how to word this. Carrie is like a minor Instagram celebrity, or she would be, because she's a minor celebrity in the show. So she would be promoting like teeth whitening products. 
Oh, she and for fit sure tea. would be. And fit tea and like those gummy hair vitamins. I hate it already. I hate to think about it. Me too. I think Both Charlotte true. would be the easiest. Like I think Charlotte would be very much like part of it might be stuff about her gallery, but I think a big part of it would be like her boyfriend and like her like just stuff like that, like really cutesy pics of her and oh, like, inspirational dating. Inspirational quotes. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, inspirational quotes. Possibly like you know Charlotte would be all the fuck over Pinterest. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, she'd, she'd be taking yeah. pictures of like crafts she's done and like her, I think also like meals she's made. She seems very mm-hmm. like she would be, you know, trying to promote an image of wifiness. She'd be all over that. Yeah, and she'd take loads of photos of the new guy she's dating. And then instantly delete them as soon as they break up. It'd be like, oh, hi, like, here's my new boyfriend. They'd be so loved up, instantly super coupled up, looking like they're going to marry each other. And then next week, nothing. She doesn't post anything until she's seeing someone again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What about Miranda? Miranda? I feel like Miranda's not the type of person to really be that into social media. Yeah. So like, my feeling is that it's sort of, it's sparsely updated. Yeah, I feel like she doesn't update a lot. And I feel like, I think Miranda has a cat like I don't think they've introduced it yet but I think she has a cat at some point I feel like her Instagram would probably be mostly pictures of her cat in her apartment and maybe yeah. like you'd see like her Chinese food on the side that she ordered and like that's that's it <laughs> it would be her cat and like her drinking wine and maybe one of her like a on a night out or something yeah it'd be pretty minimal but yeah. but simple yeah um Samantha's would probably be like sexy pics like it would be like look at this new thing I bought and it's like it, it'd be lots of skin and she'd have so many followers uh, Samantha I Samantha would have like two accounts so she'd have one for a PR firm and then she'd yep. have like a finster which is all sexy stuff yes she would have like an entirely sexy sexy instagram account and that's why she dms people i really like that i love that you, i love the idea of her having two accounts for professional and sexy because i mean so we like about samantha she is a professional yeah i i'd say she's probably well i don't know if i'd say she's the most professional out of all of them because like miranda's also a lawyer but like they both clearly are very successful i think and like very self-made yeah so i don't think she would like she's a very sexual person but i don't think that would be on her like actual public instagram yeah no for sure that would just she has like an image yeah yeah the pr because obviously she works pr so she knows about images so that one would just be like this new club is opening and here's me with so and so yeah i can totally imagine that well that's those that's all for the girls yeah we did it we did it we made it through all the questions and we're only at like two hours Uh, so I guess, yeah, that's that. You can find us on Tumblr, uh, citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com, on Twitter at the same thing, on Gmail at the same thing. Uh, send us questions or comments or whatever you like. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Age of Oddish and on Tumblr at Windfall Island. And yeah, I'm on Tumblr at Dork Phoenix. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, uh, friends, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,